Hey, podcast listeners, welcome inside the broadcast booth with Robert Barton. I'm Brian Wright. Looking forward to a great episode today that's going to focus on six strategies to increase your return on investment with pay-per-click campaigns. Looking forward to this episode. It's going to dive deep into a lot of strategies not many people do, but the ones that get the most out of their pay-per-click return on investment definitely do these strategies. So we're going to talk about what they are and how to do them. Before we get started, let's fire up the music. Welcome to the Dr. Diamond Podcast, where doctors learn from industry experts proven methods to grow their practices like the top 1%. And now your hosts, President of OfficeAutomated.com, Robert Barton, and the CEO of New Patient Group, founder of the Dr. Diamond Club, national keynote speaker and featured in Dental Economics, Forbes, and CNBC, Brian Wright. What is up, Brian? Back at you. It's been a while since we've sat inside the broadcast booth together. Everyone's getting tired of my voice, so I'm glad you're back on with me. Well, I have been like a mad scientist, literally just, you know, uh, testing strategies and just all kinds of things, developing the software. I mean, I've been just absolutely snowed under, but it is great to be with you in the booth. And and wow, goodness, you have been a world traveler. Uh, You just got back from Seattle and had an amazing event with a line. I saw tons of pictures and and had all kinds of feedback myself. How, how was that trip? Yeah, the the trip was awesome. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people got a lot out of it. And for me personally, you know, there's a lot of recognition that comes along with it. But it's not it's not why I'm so excited about doing these events. It's I know what we do helps people, and I know that it's very needed uh, in the healthcare space, orthodontics, GPs, etc. So I think a lot of people were helped, and we also got a lot of. A good feedback uh, from the event, uh, a lot of good feedback actually, and even some stuff I think was great constructive criticism uh, that we can continually get better because that's what we teach. You know, whether it be with your employees or yourself running an organization, you have to understand that you must constantly get better. You must constantly be seeking critiques, criticisms, constructive criticisms, etc., so you can bring that back. Learn from it, and then the next time you speak or the next time you coach or the next time you implement a service, it can be better. And no different for the practices out there. You've got to constantly be improving and looking for that feedback and working on it to improve the patient experience. So the event was great. Met a lot of really nice people and looking forward to continuing them. That's awesome. Yeah, you're a great speaker and captivating speaker. So I look forward to you know so many other dentists being able to hear what you have to say and, and hear it in person. I appreciate that. And Big uh, impact. yeah, no, it makes that that means a lot. I know we we definitely care, have a passion for it, so I appreciate that. And I I'm looking forward to hearing you know the topic today, the six things that are going to, you know, maximize the your pay-per-click, your PPC uh, ROI and and hear what you have to say about it because you're definitely the expert in that field. And Yeah, so uh, we have six wait. strategies to maximize pay-per-click ROI or PPC ROI. And you know, pay-per-click it, it's real easy to hire a, a, a agency and pay them 15% of your ad spend and they're going to do some keyword research and they're going to figure out what you want to rank for and they're going to put some ads together for you and Google, I promise, and Facebook as well, they'll take as much money as you'll throw at them and they do not feel sorry for you if it's not profitable. <laughs> okay, Ask me how I know that. <laughs> well, how do you know that? <laughs> I have been on the receiving end of their lack of uh, sympathy uh, for <laughs> sucking as much money as they'll take out of my account. 
And, you know, it's, it's up to the advertiser, you know, it's up to the business, the, the dental practice, if you will, orthodontist practice, to, you know, to have everything in place to make the ROI as profitable as possible for a pay-per-click campaign. And I do want to point out real quick, you know, you have two major, you know, uh, divisions within pay-per-click campaigns. You have Facebook advertising, which is essentially an awareness or interruption type of strategy. It's basically a billboard. You drive down the road and right. you see a, this, this billboard and it interrupts your experience. They're not there to look for your goods and services. You know, the, the Facebook users are not there to see your goods and services. So when you put something in front of them and interrupts them, but you want it to be in line with their interests and whatnot. And that's, that's a, um, the, the relevant score, the quality score, uh, two terms that we use in that. So, uh, and then in, in Google, it's an intent based marketing. So they actually have intent when they go to Google and they type in, you know, a search and they're looking for a solution for a particular problem. And so there's, there's different strategies to, um, you know, to implement with regard to those two different activities an interruption as opposed to an intent. And so we're going to talk about the six strategies to maximize pay-per-click. And the first one is, and this is no surprise to you, the first one is you have to have a highly trained staff from the front to the back of the office, and they all have to be on the same page. And, of course, this is obviously what you talk to dentists all across the country about. It starts with the phones. If your phones aren't handled properly and you can't handle price inquiries and you can't handle you know, getting them on the schedule – you're going to lose that prospect and you have just spent money with Google. They don't care. You know, they actually you know, they don't take as much money as, as you'll give them, but they don't care that your front desk didn't do their job. So a highly trained staff is number one on the list. So you're spot on with that. And I would argue any kind of marketing you do, no matter what it is, if you have any chance of maximizing your ROI, a highly trained staff comes first. Now, again, doctors out there listening, this is normal for all of our listeners out there that are outside of healthcare that own other types of businesses. Doctors, do not be the CEO that thinks your staff is great at things that they don't have training for. It's not easy. Do not, may I see this all the time, the doctors at events, they want to be in a separate room away from their staff. Ah, the staff can learn all that stuff. Oh, really? So explain to me how you're going to hold them accountable and you're going to show them leadership. You want to learn how to be a great CEO? You're on the ground floor learning the same things that they're learning. And then you're going to role play and practice just like the staff. Then the staff's going to get to see you lead the way, you practicing, and they're going to follow along. Don't make the mistake that your team can do these things because they are not trained on five-star customer service, how to present money, how to overcome objections, handle complaints, answer the phones, overcome price increase. Those things are a very specialized trait that people outside of healthcare get paid a lot of money to do. So give your staff the tools that are absolutely needed to maximize their training and maximize your ROI when you do outside marketing. And then that is one way you accomplish being a great CEO. That is the inside-out approach. And, and, you know, you have to think about pay-per-click advertising as a switch. You know, you, you build a house, if you will, and everything is there. The build-out's done. And then... One of the last things you do is turn on the main electricity, you know, the actual life of the house. You flip that switch, if you will, because there's like temporary construction electricity and that type of thing. But you really have to have everything there before you flip that switch 
And pay-per-click advertising and strategy is kind of like that. And, and having your staff trained and having everything working behind the scenes properly is is it's kind of like building the foundation before you flip the switch of pay-per-click advertising. That is a great analogy, and it's what everybody we talk about. It's the inside-out approach to growth that few do uh, outside of the top one percenters. And I love that. I mean, you're you're putting in the plumbing, you're painting the walls, you know, you're putting in your furniture. You're doing all of that stuff and equate that to training the staff, your systems, your processes, etc. And then once all that's beautiful and appeasing to the eye, you flip the switch on and that's when the house is open, just like the paper click. I love that analogy. You know, and you move in. So you don't move in until all that other stuff is done. Right. Exactly. But people get it backwards all the time. So another thing, and all, all six of these strategies are kind of that foundation and you, you really don't want to you know move into the house until these things are done so let's go to number two here and number two is custom content that answers the questions in your prospects head every business solves a problem if you're not solving very many problems you're probably not in business so there are people out there who have questions in their head and if you can answer that question to some degree and, and kind of give people more information with regard to what you do as they look you up, as they are researching, you know, a particular business, they're going to gravitate toward that business. Nowadays, you know, we have two types of content. We have, you know, written content. We, of course, have podcast content. Not many dentists are going to do podcasts for the local community. But we have written content, maybe blog posts, information on a website. And then you have video content. And I will argue that video is not going to be less popular in the next five years. It's going to be more popular in the next five years. People are more comfortable doing video. There's a lot more resources to get video pulled off. You know, of course, we do video for our clients because I feel like it's the best content you can have. And if the dentist has uh, custom video content, and we had a brainstorming session, uh, Ryan, what, two weeks ago, and we came up with, you know, all these titles potentially for dentists to be able to do some, some videos that would answer a question, you know, in, in their head. So we had... You know, three ways to overhaul your smile, you know. So that could be with veneers. That could be with Invisalign, straightening your teeth. That could be, you know, whiten your your existing teeth, you know. So people may not realize, hey, I want a new smile. How can I get it? Well, depends on what you have. But here's three ways, and, and that would be a great video. Yep. Um, five ways to whiten your teeth and pros and cons of each, you know. So you, the dentist gets to give their perspective on the five ways to whiten teeth. You know, three mistakes you're making when brushing your teeth. You know, that, that's just simple content. You know, how misaligned teeth affect your sleep and long-term health. You know, maybe they're, they have, you know, a jaw, an occlusion issue or something of that nature that can explain that. These are things that dentists know, and, and dentists are obviously in a prime position to deliver this content. And when people are landing on your site and they go to your blog and they're seeing custom video content that has really good information, they're going to gravitate toward that dentist and that advertising just became more efficient, more profitable because more people are going to, you know, call through or click through and, and request a consult or call the office and get an appointment. So what do you think about that? Well, I love it because once it's done, it's done. I mean, these are re- these are videos that you can regurgitate. It's not like you're doing a Merry Christmas 2014 video that literally you can use once. I mean, these are videos that are good content. People care about it. They will click on it. They will read it. They will watch it. And you can use them for the existence of your practice and slowly but surely built out new ones over time. 
you know, once you build out a good, you know, seven to 10 of them that can be regurgitated, uh, I love it. And then obviously, you know, there goes, there's your increase in call volume, which goes back to number one of making sure people can convert it. So it makes all the sense in the world to me and, and listeners out there, you've got to be willing We talk about, <laughs> you've got to be willing to create it. Got to do it. You've got to spend the time to create this content. And once it's done, it's done. And you're going to, you know, and, all your efforts are going to pay off. And in all fairness, you know, creating video has, has some, um, you know, detractors, um, you know, you got to be able to produce it. We just completed our video production for busy entrepreneurs video course. And it's basically going over all of the different, you know, things that you have to consider when producing video. And of course, part of our service at Office Automated is the editing, you know, and, and that's part of the partnership we have with you guys as well to be able to offer the marketing services to, you know, your, uh, you know, your customers. But it's editing the video, so it's producing the video and then editing the video. But you know, the other thing you have to consider with video is it's custom to every practice. You know, this is yep. not a matter of hiring some company that to you know write content that's the same for this practice as it is for that practice it's entirely <laughs> custom content and it's extremely valuable and it's valuable not only because people will research you and watch this content and whatnot but as they're on your website watching this content it increases something called page time it also increases youtube views and when google and youtube think that a person is important to a particular keyword search, you know, local dentist search or something like that. If they think you're important, you are important. And what's going to happen is if you're already matching for keywords in a pay-per-click advertising campaign, but you also match organically because you're already kind of matching for those keywords and you create a content for those keywords, you're going to maximize your pay-per-click ROI tremendously because right. they may be calling off of your organic uh, listing rather than even the, the, the advertised, you know, the paid listing. So Google is literally showing you two different ways. One, you pay them to show you, and the other way is they can't not show you because you're so relevant in your space. And listeners out there, this is what's called real marketing. It's not healthcare, you know, pennies and dimes where they template it and do it the same for everybody. This is real marketing. Pay attention to it. All the restaurant owners out there listening, orthodontists, dentists, listen to real marketing. This moves the needle this makes a difference. Well, I can tell you in the beginning of this year, when we went to this strategy of creating video for my other business, which is a million dollar business as well, it, um, it increased our online referrals six times, uh, just six X increase for no ad spend whatsoever. We did, that was with zero ad spend. That's completely organic. Very impressive. So um, it's, it's absolutely been amazing. Let's go to the next strategy. So, the next one is a superior online reputation. So what do I mean by a superior online reputation? Uh, that is basically when they go to Google or they go to Facebook, you have raving fans who have reviewed you on these, on these platforms. And we used to call that a testimonial. And we would do video testimonials from other business. And that's all great and fine and dandy. But when they're on Google and Facebook, they have more credibility. And you also don't have to worry about the uh, the SC, SEC. But if you limit those to the online platform, such as Google or Facebook, you're you're pretty much protected. These are just you know voluntary reviews that people make about you. And when they look you up, if you have a superior online online reputation compared to the next dental practice, and you have all this other stuff, mind you, you're gonna make the 
PPC ROI that much more profitable because there's no reason they wouldn't call you if your reviews stack up and the content stacks up and the, you know, the other strategies we'll talk about stack up and, and the training is, is top notch with regard to your phone. It's five star, you know, you're going to get that appointment. Of course it makes sense. And we all do it. I mean, whether you're looking for a restaurant or an orthodontic practice or anything, we all do it. We go check online reviews. It's just the way of the world now. So if you're sending out campaigns and people are clicking on them and they're interested, heck, even if they're not interested, they may look you up just to see what the reviews are. But especially if they're interested and if they hit your reviews and you have excellent reviews, of course it's going to help you convert. And that's how it all works hand in hand. You've got to have excellent online reviews. You've got to ask your clientele, your patients, your customers. You have to make a consistent effort of asking them to do it. You've got to have a mechanism that helps automate it. And it absolutely, of course, is going to help your conversion when you have a good online presence with reviews. Absolutely. It's, it, I could not you know, overstate the importance of a superior online reputation. And that does take effort. You know, everything has to be working well within the, within the practice. It's, it's funny. It, you know, this is a podcast. So we can't see visuals as well. But all of these strategies that we're talking about today literally feed on themselves and they're all connected within each other to, to make the PPC ROI that much greater. So, you know, a superior online reputation has a lot to do with your internal processes and procedures. You know, how well is the SAP trained? How do they handle disputes and situations? How, how does our customer service skills? You know, it's all those things influence what your online reputation is going to be. Well, another point on the online reviews, I mean, honestly, right now we're talking about it being the third strategy. Uh, technically, it, it really should be the second strategy to the listeners out there because, you know, you talk about getting the house in order, the five-star customer service, the phones, the overcoming objections, you know, being a Ritz-Carlton internally. Uh, and part of that is learning how to ask and how to get high-level reviews. And as you do that, and then you flip the switch on with pay-per-click marketing, you're only going to increase your conversion at a higher level, which means that ROI is going to go up because people are actively searching. I can tell you right now, there's not many people that are going to click on things on your ads and never check your reviews. I mean, think about that for a second. When's the last time you looked up a restaurant when you landed on a plane, you're in a city, you wanted to go get a you know good steak restaurant, you enter into Google and you search reviews. You may look at some other things as well, but you get the point. And it's no different here. If they're clicking on your content, if you have them engaged and they're actively interested, they are going to check your reviews. You need to have a lot of them. They need to be as high level as possible. And that is another example of the inside out approach. So probably even second strategy, get the reviews built up before you flip on the online pay-per-click switch. All right, you ready for number four? Let's do it. So number four is an email marketing campaign or an email marketing mechanism. And, you know, why would you have that? Well, the strategy that we implement for our clients and, and what we teach is that when you create this custom content, the, you, you have an email sequence or an email marketing campaign that basically onboards your new customers to your content. So, you know, you're going to feed them a little bit of information as time goes on. And, you know, we mentioned a couple of the, of the uh, video titles that, that a dentist could have, and we had some for ortho as well. You know, the why is seven the magic age for an orthodontist exam? You know, uh, do kids do well with Invisalign? Uh, what types of cases can't be treated with Invisalign? You know, those are some of the ones that we came up with. And, you know, 
you can't assume that a person has watched all your videos on your blog or on your YouTube channel. Uh, so you have to feed that to them through an automated email sequence. So you would, you know, onboard a new client through this automated email sequence, and they're going to be fed about once a week or once every couple of weeks, you know, these videos, and they get to be indoctrinated as to the world according to Dr. So-and-so or the, the organization. And you're basically educating that client or educating that patient, and we call that educational-based marketing. It's been shown to work far and away better than in any other type of marketing because they're getting, they're getting, um, you know, information with regard to what the business does for their particular problem or lifestyle or whatever. Now, I had mentioned how we had come up with, you know, relevant content for orthos and or, you know, dentists. Uh, for example, you know, three signs your child is ready for orthodontist treatment or why seven is the magic age for an orthodontist exam or do kids well, do well with Invisalign. And, you know, these are videos that once you're created, you cannot assume that the person has already watched all of your videos on your blog or on YouTube. You need to be able to feed them this content so that they uh, know how the world is according to the doctor or the organization. And what this does is it allows you to drip this content, and that does a couple of things. One, it increases your YouTube views. It increases the no like, and trust factor even more because you know, the content's out there. It increases your page time on the website, which allows Google to think that you're more important. It does so many things. It's educational-based marketing. You're actually educating, you know, the, the prospect or the, the new client to, you know, you see things. And that's, that's very important. The next thing that it, this does, having this email sequence, it allows the leads that you may collect either on the Facebook pay-per-click campaign or a Google pay-per-click campaign. It allows you to send these leads something if they don't actually convert and come into the office. So if they request you know, a piece of information, or if they, you know, request a voucher for a discounted first visit, and they never actually make it in, they never actually call and make it in. And this, this does happen in, in Facebook, believe it or not. And uh, so you can take and you can tag them as an unconverted lead and then, and then send them these videos uh, as continued contact. So, and they'll run out eventually. And, and I do get that. And if you wanted to make you know, perpetual content, that would be fine as well. But at least you have something to keep kind of on their, uh, you know, on their you know, top of mind awareness so that they will convert when life is not in the way, you know, life's busy. We all get in, you know, we all get into situations where we might not be able to make it in for two or three weeks, but you know, that video hits in three weeks and they're like, Oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. I was, I was thinking about getting my teeth whitened or I was, you know, wanted to go in and, and, you know, consult with this new dentist um, so, I mean, Robert, you're talking about brand awareness. I mean, that, that's what we preach all over the country is, is that it don't, you know, the marketing you're doing today won't necessarily convert today, but you're still getting on their mind. So whenever they are interested in buying from you, they'll do it from you instead of somebody else. And it's very difficult to measure brand awareness, but that's exactly what you're describing. They may not be ready for it today. And, and the orthodontist listening out there, I know a lot of your thought process is, well, they've already bought from me. Why, why do I need to have somebody in an ongoing email sequence after they buy from me. And that that's, again, it's to keep them. How, how do you have your patients become an active part of your organization for life? 
Now, the GPs out there, it's kind of obvious. They're coming back for hygiene, etc. So you have an ongoing revenue stream. Orthodontists, different way. But you still want them out there engaged on social media. You still want them out there talking about you at their place of work. And they can't forget about you even once the treatment is done. So these ongoing email sequences are so vitally important uh, for conversions, but also just to remain on people's mind. All right. You ready for the fifth strategy? All right. So the fifth strategy is to have a converting website. And so what a converting website is, is one where people are obviously engaging with the website. You know, you may have a tracking number on there where, you know, the number on the website is the only way they can get that number. So you know how many people are calling from the website. It could be an automatic scheduling where they're scheduling a new patient appointment and they're just literally picking, you know, the, uh, the time off a calendar. And that works very well. We use that as in, in our practice and it works very well. We sync it up with a Google calendar and we'll block off the areas that, that can't, you know, the, where we can't take patients. But the point is that we know the website is converting and we can drive traffic to that. And on the back side of that, we have a Facebook and a Google pixel on the website and we're able to retarget them or remarket to them. So the converting website would be something that, you know, they can consume, consume content on as well as request appointments on. And so it's, it's a very important strategy. I actually feel that the website should have pictures of the actual, you know, doctors and staff as well. They should, should uh, have the actual people on there because they don't care about stock images, the, the public. They're not coming to see a stock image practice. They're coming to see actual people. I agree completely. So when he's talking converting website, guys, you heard us talk about this quite frequently. A converting website is not your content being the same as 500 other clients for whatever company you use. The social media stuff can't be the same post for you as five. And that's how it's done in healthcare. It's how it's always been done in healthcare because the companies have gotten away with it because the doctors either don't pay attention to it or they think that somebody else should be paying attention to it and they don't function like a CEO. You can't allow that stuff to happen. There's got to be conversion pages. Just what Robert's talking about. You got to pixel them. You got to retarget them. It's real marketing and it's all got to be done together in order to maximize your success. Well, yeah, it can crumble and, and it just may not be as profitable. So, you know, there's so many of these uh, ad agencies out there and they'll take your money as well. They're, they're taking 15% of, uh, of the ad spend. So, you know, they don't really care that the ad spend is higher than it ought to be because they're, they're taking 15%. And to them, it's like, well, you know, that's just what it takes. You know, it, it takes a lot of money to, to be out there on Google. And, you know, I am a practitioner. I don't want to be taken advantage of. And I don't want to participate in something that's not maximally profitable and efficient. And so it never made sense to me to, you know, to, to spend 15% of ad spend when everyone who I'm giving my money to has a, um, basically an incentive to have it cost more, <laughs> you know, I mean, Google has an incentive to have it cost more. The, the ad agency has an incentive to have it cost more. And, and I'm, I'm the guy that's kind of stuck in the middle. It's like, well, I don't want it to cost more. I want it to cost less. And, and how do we do that? Well, that's what these strategies are. These, these are all the things you have to have in place for it to cost less. Uh, and ask me how I know these things. <laughs> I've done it. I've done it. I've, I've, I was the guy that spent all the money and, and gave Google as much money as they would take and, and so on and so forth. And that brings me to my last you know, strategy, which is of all things, 
strategy. <laughs> so, so again, you know, strategy, you have to have a sound strategy with regard to creating, you know, a pay-per-click campaign, whether it be Google or Facebook. And let me give you an example of this. So with Facebook, you know, all human relationships begin with something called awareness. And we become aware of a person. And if you're a single person, I've been married for 25 years. So um, this is not something I practice. But, you know, if I was a single person, you would meet a potential prospect. Okay. And it doesn't matter where you meet them, but you're going to introduce yourself and they're going to, you're going to have an awareness. And, and you might ask them for coffee or you might ask them, you know, to have a, a very low commitment you know, type of, of, of meeting, if you will. And that's going to either go well or it's not going to go well. And if it goes well, it kind of moves on from there. Well, you can kind of surmise how human relationships develop and they end up with the, the ultimate sales conversation, which is possibly, hey, I like you. You know, I've, I've had a lot of indication that you like me. You know, let's, let's, let's continue this and let's do it forever. You know, will you marry me? So that's the ultimate sales conversation, but it starts with awareness. Now with Facebook, I have you know seen strategies, and I've actually done this myself with my other business, where we just make an offer to the, a cold audience to come in and see us. You know, we've not really given them anything. We really even haven't introduced ourselves. Um, you know, basically, we're just making an, a cold offer or an offer to a cold audience, and it works okay. But you know what works a lot better is giving them some content first. So again. Facebook is an interruption marketing strategy. They're not there to interact with you per se. They're there to interact with their friends and family. And Facebook makes all businesses pay to be in front of your potential audience or even your, your friends, people who like you and like your page. So you need to be able to give them some value up front. Now, for me, you know, one of my first ones that we drove traffic to is five muscle groups to stretch daily and how to stretch them. You know, well, I get that question all the time in my office. It's like, hey, what do I need to be doing every day to to help my body and keep my body, you know, flexible and in, you know, feeling good and that type of thing? Well, there's five major muscle groups that that need to be stretched daily. And so we drive traffic to that content, cold traffic. We make the introduction, we give them some value, and then that content is on our website. So we get increased page time, we get increased YouTube views, but we also get to pixel them. And guess what happens on the back end? We actually send them an offer to come in and see us at a discounted, you know, first visit or whatever, you know, special we're running, but it's only after they become aware of us and we've delivered some value to them, something that they can actually use. And that is strategic. It's not just a matter of making an ad, putting the ad up on Facebook and driving as much money to that ad as possible. It's strategic. And we also have the ability to, remarket them or retarget them using these these pixels we can create you know custom audiences within the facebook platform and whatnot and we can send them any content we want based on their consumption of the previous content so we can actually take them you know down a, a ladder if you will of educational based marketing and be really strategic and the facebook platform allows us you know to do this now most businesses don't have the know-how, nor do they want to know how to turn those wrenches and actually get in there on, on the Facebook platform and make all this happen. But, you know, that's why you partner with someone who has your best interests at heart. You create a strategic marketing, you know, program to where, yes, you have to create the content, evergreen content, as Brian was saying, once you create it, it's, it's done. But then you use that content strategically to bring, bring someone from awareness 
to a potential, you know, patient in the chair, you know, a patient in, in the office. And of course, you know, again, all these things, they, they literally connect together and the front desk has got to do their job. The converting website's got to be there. That content's got to be there on the website. All these pieces have to be in place in order to make your pay-per-click, either Google or Facebook advertising, maximally profitable. Uh, any thoughts about that? Well, I mean, I think it's all, again, it's, it's real marketing. It's what, it's what every business should be doing, but few are. And most are just throwing things out there and hoping, hoping it sticks. And for the listeners out there, the, the key with Robert's office with all this, not only does he do it, uh, you know, his people convert. I've never met a doctor, everybody listening out there, that ran their practice more like a business in my entire life. I mean, Robert has systems documented, protocols documented, accountability measures documented, EPIs, what I call them, employee performance indicators, know exactly to a T which employee performs every single thing at his office uh, as compared to another employee, knows every lost opportunity that's happening in his organization, is able to fix it because he's tracking it. All of this stuff is the reason why you, Robert, have such success with the pay-per-click campaigns because you have it all internally right and then strategic on the outside. And when you combine those two, we talk about it all the time, those are my thoughts on it. I mean, it's, it's inevitable that you will succeed if you do it that way. And you put these six strategies in place, and you're going to win. And you're going to win big time because I can promise you your competition isn't doing it this way. Let them throw things up against the wall and see what sticks. You do it like a CEO. Do it from the inside out. Have strategy. And this will produce an enormous return for your organization. Well, and, and I, I appreciate you saying those kind of things about me. I'd, I'd like to think we have everything, you know, absolutely perfect. But I will say is this. Here's what I know. I know that employees require two things to be successful. One, you got to tell them what to do and how to do it. And two, you have to hold them accountable to it. Well, and there's also a third, Robert. It's the ongoing training. You got to tell them what to do. You got to document it, hold them accountable to it. And then they've got to receive the ongoing training necessary uh, to make sure that they're doing it at the levels that you expect. Okay. Now my employees deviate a little bit and that's the accountability piece. There has to be a grown up in the room that requires them to uphold the standard that we have written down. And I had a situation where, you know, we're so busy right now. I can hardly even stand it physically, uh, mentally, every which way, but you know, I have, you know, the, the doctors that work for me and whatnot, they're just literally busting at the seams. But the point is that we had a, a front desk person who a patient needed to get in. This is an, an injury, literally just got out of the hospital and they needed to get in. And she's trying to make them an appointment for Thursday because Wednesday's schedule looks packed. Well, that's a priority appointment. And I had to send a message to this employee to say, that's not the standard. You know, the standard is when, when we get a referral like this and it's a urgent case, they have to come in, you know, immediately ASAP. Don't, don't try to, you know, uh, push them down the, the, the line, if you will. And that communication piece is what is is the bridge between telling them what to do and how to do it, and then hold them accountable. We have to be able to you know communicate when they deviate from that standard. So you know it's always a course correction with employees and with business. And the bigger the business, you know, the more employees you have to keep on track. And it's kind of what our our office automated software does. It, it bridges that gap between tell them what to do and how to do it, and then hold them accountable. And the idea is to make it easy. And again, you know, I've said this several times in this podcast, and so ask, ask me how I know that. Well, I've, I've experienced all of this stuff. 
Um, you know, so many times I could, you know, I could scream, but I, I decided not to scream. We decided to do something about it and, and fix it. And that's what, that's what all of this is about. It's about the pain experienced by a small business owner trying to deliver value to a patient or any other prospect, any other customer, and, and realizing that there are some, uh, there, there's some pitfalls. You have to know how to do a lot of things. And this marketing is a, is a mystery to a lot of businesses because they don't realize all the pieces that need to be in place. And, and they don't realize the strategy that needs to be in place in order to implement a profitable pay-per-click marketing campaign. Absolutely. Most of them, it's uh, how much do I feel like spending? Uh, I'm going to go pay the company and let the company do the rest, and it just doesn't work. Well, I appreciate everybody tuning in today. feels good to be back in the broadcast booth with my co-host, Robert Barton. It's been a while since we've both been together uh, for a podcast. So hope you guys got a lot out of these six strategies, increasing ROI with your pay-per-click campaigns. And remember, implement it. Take these ideas, write them down, take notes, and implement them. That's what we're here for. We have a passion to help, give away a lot of knowledge in this podcast, and I appreciate all the loyal listeners out there. It means a lot you guys are out there listening and following us. Everybody have a great day. We'll talk to you soon.